everyone welcome back to episode number 13 of kings of queen city podcast uh we're continuing our nfl playoff talk today uh we got myself matt zach back again and liam back same guys from wildcard weekend uh today we're just going to discuss what happened on wildcard weekend uh we're a little late recording the podcast this weekend uh we had some divisional games already happen so we'll cover those and then um, we'll cover the two divisional games that have not happened. We'll give our predictions for that. And uh, maybe some early Super Bowl picks, boys, maybe. Yeah. Um, but we'll start with the, uh, the AFC from the wild card weekend. Um, obviously, Titans had a bye, uh, number one seed. So we don't have to discuss them. But then the Steelers and the Chiefs will be the first game we cover. Zach? Yeah, uh, I think all of us predicted the Chiefs to beat the Steelers. And, I mean, in the first quarter, I'm not going to lie, the Steelers did look like they were going to beat the Chiefs. Their defense was playing outstanding. Uh, Both teams could not get it going on offense, but the Steelers were coming up clutch. T.J. Watt had that fumble recovery in the end zone for a touchdown, or the the fumble recovery, and then he ran it in. Um, They were looking really, really good. They were getting a lot of pressure. Uh, the coverage was good downfield, and I actually thought for a second, I was like, wow, Steelers could have a chance if they're able to play like this all game. But uh, there's no way a defense could play that well all game, especially when you're out there for so long. And uh, as we predicted, the Chiefs came out on top, 42-21. Um, once the yeah. second half rolled around, Casey started cooking, and they did not stop. Yeah, they uh, basically – Defense blinked and the Mahomes put up 14 points. Yeah. <laughs> it does not take a lot to uh to get that offense going. You know, they have so many weapons and the use of the the running the third string running back uh who really showed up for them was uh absolutely huge. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. Kind of came out of nowhere, but Edwards Lair out. I, I don't know if he's in this week for this game or not. I think okay, he might sure. be. But um but, yeah, Zach, I mean, you kind of like hit on my point that I was going to talk about. The, the Steelers' team was, I thought, great in the first. Like, they looked like they did against Buffalo in week one. Now, granted, the Steelers have been, like, up and down, but they do have a good D. And I was I was also thinking the same thing. Like, I'm like, okay, well, maybe this isn't going to be a blowout like everybody predicted with, you know, a seven seed playing a two seed. But – I talked about it with the Chiefs last week. The Steelers just they they couldn't keep pace, and that's what you have to do against Kansas City. If you cannot match their offensive output, you will lose that game because once you're behind, you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought I thought the receivers played well. I thought Najee Harris played well. I honestly I'm gonna like as much as it sucks to say it, and it's not a shot at him. This one kind of falls on Big Ben. Um, but you can't really put the blame on him. Like, this is a guy that's probably going to retire after this game. And, you know, that was just, uh, you know, kind of a pipe dream for them to make it any further than the first round. So, yeah, especially with what it took to get him in there. So, yeah, it was a miracle they were even there in the first place. So, yeah, I think everyone pretty much wrote him off as soon as they had seen they made it. Right. Um, this is. Uh, Edward Talaya put in full practice on Friday, so he might be ready. Yeah, I would assume he's going to play then. 
Yeah. Full practice, full speed. Um, Andy Reid doesn't want to say that he will because he said that he was going to last week and then he didn't. So, um, but yeah, it looks good that he'll play. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I guess moving on then, we can move on to the next matchup. Um, I believe. And we'll just, we'll just go straight down the line. So it was yeah. Buffalo versus New England. Uh, we all predicted this to be a close game, and boy, was it far from it. <laughs> well, I don't know if I would have said close. I said 27-17. Well, close-ish. And close-ish, I suppose. Yeah, that's fair. And as soon as, soon as uh, Micah Hyde had that interception in the end zone, the Patriots – could not do a single thing mm-hmm. for the rest oh, of the oh, game. My God, the, what, the touchdown! I mean, the touchdown they got from Kendrick. Bo- Kendrick Bourne was literally the only player that was actually trying to win the game. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um. He had that garbage touchdown where the, the coverage was just messed up. I mean, you saw Micah Hyde. He was like frustrated when they caught the pass. He knew it was a yeah long coverage. They they messed up. But I mean, that that interception of that caliber that early in the game instantly gave us so much momentum going on to offense and Mm -hmm. the offense came out and we're immediately rolling and we never looked back, which was, Oh, it was so good to see. I was watching the game with my girlfriend. You could just see the smile just start up here and it just dropped the entire progression through the game. It was, it was (laughs) awesome to see. Yeah. Um, We love to see that. We love to see it beat down on the Patriots. Yeah. Patriots fans. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, Dawson Knox had a huge game, caught those two early touchdown passes, did really well. Uh, I mean, Josh No case of the drops this time. Yeah, nope, none of that. Uh, Josh Allen obviously played very, very well. Um, Yeah. Even even our run game was playing well, which we need all of our offensive weapons to be firing, especially against the team this week like KC. Yeah. I mean, that that also – like you said, with the firing and all cylinders situation for the Bills, uh, they made history in that game, if anyone was not aware. Mm-hmm. They had no punts, no field goals, no turnovers on downs, no picks, no fumbles, just a complete, like, perfect game from start and to no finish. And no fourth downs. Yeah. Yeah. Seven drives with seven touchdowns. I mean, that's, to, that's crazy to, like, do in the regular season, and to do it in the playoffs is even crazier against the top five defense like the Patriots. Like, that was just yeah. a I, – I don't know if I agree with the term monumental collapse they used for the Patriots. I mean, it was a collapse by the Patriots, but it was also just a clinic put on by the Bills. Like, yeah. I, I think they give too much to the Patriots defense and not enough credit to the Bills offense. Like, that was just insane. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And – uh you know, even the, like the like you said, defense for the Bills showed up. I think Mac Jones got rattled uh, when he threw that pick, and he didn't really uh, have the same uh, mentality through the whole game after that. Yeah, um, I could you know. I could definitely see why too, because like when they showed the replays, it was a perfect throw. Like that should have oh, been sure. it should have been a touchdown, but Micah Hyde made an 100%. incredible play on the ball, and it just out of nowhere, it just flipped momentum completely. Oh, yeah. 72% of the I mean, world covered by water, the rest by Micah Hyde. <laughs> you, you, you can't, like, critique that throw any better. Like, was it a couple inches maybe behind him? Sure. 
but that was like drop it right in the bread basket and mm-hmm, for sure i mean i think that was one of the best like people are going to say we're biased as bills fans but i think that was one of the best interceptions i've seen in my life just the purest play i mean definitely one of the best interceptions this season for sure yeah oh, absolutely <clears throat> but um all right, do we want to move on to uh, Cincinnati and Las Vegas? Yeah. yeah. This was a, another good game. I, this was I, a good game. I this had, was the only good game of the first day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had the Bengals winning. I think we all had the Bengals winning. I think so, yeah. Um, but Las Vegas yeah. definitely put up a fight. Like, they, they said, fuck all your Joe Burrow hype. We're coming in here and we're going to try and win. And they almost did win. Yeah, it was yeah. very close. Uh, like, uh, game on a line, had to throw it up and – just didn't fall the way they wanted it to, but mm-hmm. the fact that the Raiders were able to keep the game so close against that offense is uh, a little shocking to me. I didn't really think that they had it in them, going to be honest. Um, I mean, it, it seems too like they had a game plan to attack Cincinnati secondary. Because I'm looking at the stats right now, Derek Carr threw 54 times, which I didn't know. Um, he had well, who's, the, who's the running back? Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. He had yeah. 83 yards on 13. He, he still had 80 yards. Yeah. See, I, I think that that's where the Raiders kind of failed. Like, I think that they should have ran the ball a little bit more. Like, I know they wanted to put it in Derek Carr's hands and, and everything like that. But, like, with how close that game was, with how back and forth it was, I think if they would have opened up the playbook with the running a little bit more, I think you might be talking about a Raiders win. I feel like the Raiders don't rely on Josh Jacobs enough because I still yeah. think I still think that Josh Jacobs is very underrated. I think he's an amazing running back. But like like you were just saying, I mean, Joe Burrow, he threw 34 times and Jamar Chase once again turned up. He had 116 yards. Derek Carr threw it 54 times. He had 310 yards and not a single receiver had over 80 yards. And Darren Waller was the top target. So yeah. that's I mean, if if they would have ran the ball more, I mean, granted, maybe a lot of those passing attempts piled up in the fourth quarter when they were trailing. Like, that's possible. I don't remember exactly how, how it happened. Yeah, me either. But, but I mean, if, yeah, if they – it says Josh Jacobs' longest run was 35 yards. So, okay, I guess that's a third of his yards right there. But still, I mean, over 80 yards is pretty decent for a running back usually. And yeah. like you said, if they would rely on him a little more, then it would take less pressure – uh, it would take more pressure off of Carr because, I mean, he he had one touchdown, but he also had a pick, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, that Cincinnati team is scary. I mean, granted, yeah. if we're able to beat the Chiefs today, I mean, I think we have a better chance of beating Cincinnati than we would have Tennessee, just because oh, yeah. matchups yeah. have won. But, um, I mean I- – the biggest thing is that it's a it would be a home game, mm-hmm. and Cincinnati. No matter who wins tonight, Cincinnati's on the road. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's a big. I mean, that's a big factor for them specifically. You know, you don't you'd rather be at home, but I mean, they're gonna prepare either way for to play their best game. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. All right, we want to so, move over yeah. to um, the NFC. Um, the game that I thought was going to be uh, the closest was L.A. and 
the Cardinals. Yeah. And uh, that didn't exactly happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, I, think, I mean, that was brutal. Yeah, I think I saw the worst uh, pass I think I've ever seen. Uh, um, I, I don't know. That's debatable. Did you watch the Tampa Bay game? I watched part. I mean, I watched some of it. I mean, Jalen Hurts looked pretty rough in that game. Pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't start trying to win until like halfway through the fourth quarter, and it was way too late by then. So yeah. All right. Well, okay. So maybe I overstepped, but <laughs> doesn't change the fact that the Cardinals played horrible, and they were clearly the worst. The worst team on the field that day. Yeah, I'm looking at the stats right now. Kyler Murray, 137 yards for two picks. James yeah. Conner, their number one back, had four carries for 19 yards. And their top receiver was Christian Kirk, who had six catches for 51 yards. Yeah, so they don't have uh, they don't have anybody putting up big numbers there. No. And I mean, it's hard when you're playing the LA defense for sure, but you gotta find someone who can make a play at that point. The thing that shocked me in this game was, um, well, there was two things that shocked me, one for each team. But for, for the Cardinals, like, Kyler was scrambling. And that's what he does best because that L.A. line was just getting after them all night. Mm-hmm. And the thing that shocked me was that Kyler getting out of the pocket, like, he just didn't – he he would not take off. He, he would get out, but he was looking for that throw. Like, I think if he was scrambling – I think maybe then you would have gotten a little bit more ground. Granted, I still think they would have lost, but I think that, it, like I said, if he took off, that might have started to open things up. But LA was just so confident, so dominating in that game that they knew, okay, even if we get him out of the pocket, he's going to go towards the sideline, then he's going to try and chuck it across the field and probably make a bad throw. Here comes an interception. Like they, they just had no answer whatsoever for the Rams. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm trying to think. Did, yeah, did, oh, go ahead. How did Stafford play? I think he had like 200 and something yards for two touchdowns, I think. Yeah. Didn't throw any picks. We yeah. Said, we said if that, he wants is, to win, he can't throw picks, and he didn't throw any. Yeah. The, the crazy thing, though, is like even though he had the, that type of a game, like which is not – it's not a great game. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. but they didn't even really throw that much. Like, Cooper Cup was almost invisible in this game. Yeah, I think he only, I, I like, he he only had, like, just, 60 yards or something around there. I, I, I think it was smaller than that. I think he only had, like, 40 or 50. Like, obviously, like, OBJ stopped up. That was big. For sure. But the fact that they didn't even have to, like, totally dive into their passing attack and they just ran it with cam acres and there was just no stopping acres all night like that that speaks to both the rams how good they are and how underrated they were coming into the playoffs and how bad the cardinals played that night okay let's see yeah it's impressive as hell too that cam acres is somehow back like i don't understand how you can come back into a season after tearing your achilles at the beginning <laughs> That's oh my! I, I know. I mean, they showed the workouts that he was doing on the broadcast and everything, yeah. and the guy was doing like box jumps after like eight weeks. 
Yeah, that's just like I, I, your foot would fall. My foot would fall off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's wild. So yeah, Cooper Cup, sixty-one yards. Odell, fifty-four. Um, Higby had forty-six, and Acres had forty. I still think Higby is one of the most underrated tight ends. He's really good. He's, yeah, he had three he catches for forty-six yards. Like he he had the right plays at the right time in that game. I actually had him on fantasy at the beginning of the season. To be honest. <laughs> Go. <laughs> well, what's the matter? We weren't able to get Dawson Knox. Uh, uh, no, actually, I had Darren Waller. <laughs> yeah, I and rolled then, with uh, Dallas Goddard and fucking Dawson Knox all season. Which Goddard, yeah. actually, he wasn't too bad. He was just yeah, Goddard was he, pat- he was patchy towards the end of the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. I started I started with Darren Waller, and then I was like, well, if he gets hurt or bye, I need another one. So I had Tyler Higby, and then uh. I got rid of him and I picked up um, the the dude from Green Bay. Um, you say he's oh, T- Tunyon. Oh, Big Bob Tunyon. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, Darren Waller got hurt, so I grabbed Dawson Knox because he actually started stepping up and uh, just stuck with basically stuck with uh, stuck with him since. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's a good tight end core you had there. Yeah. But all right, so uh, Dallas and San Fran. Proved us wrong, Liam. Yeah, know, Liam, my brain Liam, was Liam so the, big. The best peck of the weekend right there. I'd huh? say so, yeah. <laughs> I felt so good about that. Man, you said quiet. I went, oh, no, feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling about it. That I was felt good, man. Him. Um, but overall, really good game. Um, Dallas, I think, just didn't play as well as they had, which is like a classic Dallas move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the ending was uh, pretty interesting. It was a bit uh, sad. I assume I'm not going to lie. Anyone I mean... interested in football at all would know what happened, but just in case, we'll quickly go over. Um, with no timeouts left, uh, they ran the Cowboys ran a quarterback draw. And uh, Dak ran for what twenty yards or something. Get him inside the twenty yard line ish for to try and kick a field goal. And yeah. then he uh, spotted the ball himself. Uh, they got all set up to snap it. The ref ran into him because the ref has to spot the ball. The ref spotted the ball, and by the time they got the snap off, the clock had run out. So they had no time to run a play. Yep. So there was a lot of controversy about that. The refs were right about what they uh the process and uh that's just unfortunate for the cowboys that uh it turned out that way but i mean i i can't feel bad for the cowboys at all in that situation like that that is just 100 percent on them as both coaches and players yeah like you should know what you should know what's going on and know how to figure it out like everybody's like oh how are you blaming dak and and the center you guys have been playing football your whole life. That's what I'm saying. The, the rules do not change from, you know, Pop Warner all the way up to the NFL. Yeah. You, you know the linesman has to place the ball. Otherwise, you know, teams would just hand it to their center and be like, hey, walk down to the 10-yard line and place it down there. Yeah. I, I mean, this is not new. And then the fact that I don't know if it was a, a design quarterback run or it was a sneak, but 
Dak. I, I don't know. But either way, Dak should be smart enough to know that you don't have timeouts. You got to get out of bounds. You can't run up the middle like that. And if it yeah. was a coaching decision, then, you know, you hate to say it, but that offensive coordinator should probably not have a job next year. Like, why, you know, you have 15 seconds on the clock and you're going to run your quarterback in the open field like that? I mean, that's that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I think San Fran was actually running a sideline defense, which would have prevented him from trying to get to the out-of-bounds line. But at the same right. time, yeah, you can. they're going to give you the middle of the field because you can't get to the end zone in time. So you got to know right. that you have to put yourself down earlier than he did because yeah. why would you risk it and try and spike the ball? You're like, okay, if I run this far for this long, I'll give the ball spike theoretically with like literally one or two seconds left. Uh, you could have just stopped five five yards earlier because you still would have been in field goals uh, range. And mm-hmm. then you would have been able to, you know, have a little bit of comfort when trying to spike the ball because you'd have a couple extra seconds. Right. Uh, I don't know. That that whole that whole ending was just, you know, it, fi- it fired me up and I didn't even care about either team. Like, it, mm-hmm. it was just, oh. It sounds like uh, the only person that was really pissed off about the way they lost to was Jerry Jones. Everyone else in the fucking pressers seemed to be like, yeah, 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 it was the right call. Like, you know, it just, uh, it's unfortunate the way that it happened. And, and Jerry, just was like, Jerry was like, I'm extremely disappointed with how this season has ended. He's like, you fucking <laughs> could be. Your whole team just fucked I mean, themselves. He's got, he's got every reason to. His team went 12 and five, and then you just blow it in the, you know, wild card round. I, I'm not discrediting San Francisco at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you you blew that game. Yeah, yeah. for there's, sure. There's no way around it. Like, and here's here's the thing too. Like, I think Dak's a good runner. He's not, you know, he's not a Josh Allen, Patrick Holmes, Kyler Murray type of runner, but he's a good runner. But why, like you said, they're gonna give you the middle of the field because they know if you throw it, you're going to the sideline. So I could understand, you know, if that's the Bills and they're on the 25. I could see him trying that. Am I still going to be mad if they lose that game? Yeah, because I Absolutely. would want a different call there. But there's few quarterbacks in the league that can do it. But, again, even if it was Josh Allen there or Patrick Mahomes or Kyler Murray, you're not getting there. You're running from the 45 or the 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's just a – it's a dumb call all the way around. I don't understand it. And if it was Dak taking off, then I'm sorry, but Dak should know better. Yeah throw it away and try and kick a long field goal. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I'd rather but lose on a missed field goal than the way that they not lose. getting to kick the field goal. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Although they didn't even they didn't even lose on the field goal. They would have tied with a field goal. Yeah. So you would have so that's, that's tough. But and, you and know, that's the thing like everybody hates overtime in the NFL. Like, oh, you, you, you're leaving it up to chance of coin toss. I'm like, well, if it's that close of a game where you go to overtime, something's working for you, whether it's the deer or the offense or both. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they get the ball, you got okay, kickoff goes in the end zone, you got 80 yards to stop them. I, I would yeah. take my chances in overtime. Feel mm-hmm. that. Um, but that made me happy because the Cowboys lose and my first round uh, stays perfect. So (laughs) yeah, we're going to ignore your bracket. All right. (laughs) Um, All right. So then 
Tampa Bay and the Eagles. We all picked Tampa Bay, and they basically routed the Eagles until the fourth quarter when they started playing football. Um, I don't about, know. Tom Luke Brady Barry. looked good. The defense looked good. I just I hate the, I hate Tampa Bay. I hate Tom Brady, but <laughs> they look good, man. Yeah. Hey, how about Bruce Arians getting fined for uh, smacking his safety? Yeah, I did. I, was I, it, was it confirmed that he did that because he was pissed off at him, or was it because he made a good play? I, I think it was because he was mad at him. Right. I would assume it was because he was mad at him. He and, didn't. And he I didn't mean, look like he was doing it very playfully, but no, no, not at all. And and I think like I, I would assume since he got fined, they did find out that he was mad at him. But like I was scrolling through Twitter, and when I saw that, I was like. Somebody was like, oh, is he mad or is he excited about the play? And then, like, the best comment of the day on the entire, like, in all of Twitter, somebody's like, Bruce Arians' face is so red, you can never tell when he's angry or happy. <laughs> <laughs> True. But, so, yeah, Jalen Hurts, as you said earlier, didn't look good. The Their running game that was supposed to be really, really good just didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it, the, it went how we thought it would, but I don't know. One of, someone, one of my friends at work said that, uh, was trying to tell me that the Eagles could go to the Super Bowl. And I was just like, yeah, sure. Yeah. What are you saying, man? If I see okay. no way in any, in any way that could get past any of these other teams. So. I mean, maybe if they only had to play like the Giants to get into the Super Bowl or something. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> If you have to play your division again the Super Bowl, go for it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that more or less wraps up. Unless you guys got something else about that game. I mean, there's to for me, there's not much to talk about in that game. It was just what we expected. It was bad for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts yeah. looked terrible. Yeah. I will say for something that was supposed to be like a rebuild year, going to the playoffs isn't bad. But yeah. Not at all. I think they definitely exceeded some expectations throughout their friends. You oh, still have to you yeah. still have to take account that they're in that division though. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So then do we want to talk about the two games that have already occurred for this weekend? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I would start with those and then we'll cover the, the games that are gonna happen. All righty. So Number one seed versus the number four seed in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans off the bye uh, and the Bengals off a good, solid win. Um, This is a really good game. Yeah. There were a lot of turnovers for both teams, actually. Um, And it was down to the wire the whole time, basically. They – no one seemed like they had the edge until, like, the game was over. Mhm. I I mean, uh, Zach uh, uh, Zach Lund was was with me last night watching the game, and uh, I think I agree with him. He said worst number one seed in the AFC in a long time. Yeah, at least I, they I mean, felt like it. Maybe not overall, but the way they played, they did not feel like a good team. No, no. I, I mean, and that's exactly what. Like I was scared of Tennessee coming into the playoffs, but last night was exactly what I always say about Tennessee in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill did not look good. They wanted Derrick Henry, and Henry was banged up still, and 
in and out of the game. And that, that was the downfall of them. Like their biggest play came from their backup running back with like a 40 yard run or something. And the only thing that I like about this game is I'm happy that Tennessee's out for Buffalo's sake. Granted, we have to get past the Chiefs first, but mm-hmm. if we get to the conference game and it's uh, Cincinnati, Tennessee absolutely got to Joe Burrow last night. I mean, I think they had like 10 or 11 sacks. Yeah, it was a lot. That, you know, Tennessee has a good D-line, but it's not like a built like the Bills D-line at all. I think if the Bills can do that to Cincinnati, then I think they have the AFC Conference Championship game locked up. Yeah. Just off of that. Yeah. I mean, if you think about, like, how how much they got to him, and I don't think the Tennessee defense is that good in general. Right. So, like, our secondary should be able to handle Jamar Chase or T. Higgins or whoever may be. Um, but, yeah, they – I mean, in, like, that final drive, Jamar Chase looks unguardable. I mean, he, he like, just rips off, like – it seems like every, every throw is, like, a 30-yard – rip for the Bengals. Yeah. And Joe Mixon played pretty well too, I thought. Um, oh yeah, I thought Joe Mixon was really good in this game. But um yeah, this I was very psyched to see that Tennessee had lost. Um mainly because I picked the Bengals again, but <laughs> um I think another thing that was huge was actually him the the kicker making the field goal like they said he was a fifth round draft pick he's a rookie so could be a lot of pressure but yeah. you know joe burrow in in press or whatever is was said he talked he heard him at like as he was going on the field to kick it and he did he gave like a warm he gave like a warm-up kick and was like looks like we're going to the afc champ or the the afc championship and just oh, like oh, drilled it. damn that is awesome i mean yeah it felt good i think we all had the Bengals, right, in all of our brackets? Uh, this game? Yeah. I don't know. I don't um, remember. Our, our brackets got screwed up somehow. Yeah. I I, th- I think we all kind of favor the Bengals a little bit, but uh, like you said, Liam, it felt good for you. It, it felt really good, I think, for uh, me and Zach after we made the uh, trip down to Nashville this year, watch the Bills and uh, suffered a heartbreaker down there. Yeah, for sure. So... But um, so yeah, that's uh, that's that. That's, now yeah, that's the AFC we go to to my heartbreaker. Oh yeah, <laughs> the the Green Bay San Francisco game. What? Hey, you're fine. Seattle didn't get blown out. Oh wait, <laughs> I don't like that look. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> All right. Um. But yeah, I I really like Green Bay. I like Aaron Rodgers and I like Devontae Adams, but they did not look very good. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like they couldn't get anything going. The be- I look like it looked like at some time like they were really streaky. They had streaks where they could like rip off yards if they wanted to, and Aaron Jones just like put the team on his back sometimes. But like they couldn't get an entire like after the first drive, which went very well, they could not put together another drive. Yeah, I'm looking at the stats right now. Rodgers was 20 of 29 for 225. No passing touchdowns, no picks. Sacked 
five times, and his leading uh, receiver was Aaron Jones, who had nine catches for 129 yards. Uh, Devontae Adams had nine for 90, and nobody else had over 10 yards receiving for the Packers. Damn. So Lazard didn't even have – Lazard had one catch for six yards. Sheesh. And then on top of that, Aaron Jones was 12 for 41 on the ground, and then A.J. Dillon had seven for 25 yards. Um, Bad game for uh, Rodgers and Adams last game in Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, they they ain't coming back. No, sir. They're both outy. Is is this Adams' last year? Did they franchise tag him? I'm pretty sure it's his last year. I'll look, though. Yeah, I don't think they've franchise tagged them yet. Yeah, I mean, I I think unless Rodgers would have went to the – even if he went to the Super Bowl, but I think unless he went to the Super Bowl, he was going to leave. And, like, yeah. this getting knocked out in the wild card game, I think he's just like, all right, it's my time to go. Yeah. I don't know where he'll go. I don't know where he'll go if he leaves. He said retirement's not out of the question, so. I, I think he retired. I don't think he goes anywhere else. What if he goes to the Steelers? Oh, man. Please don't do that. No, I think he'd die before he went to the Steelers. The Steelers need to find a quarterback in the draft or trade for somebody that's on a small deal or something. Uh, I, yeah, uh, love is not the move. Russell Wilson, man. Ooh. Honestly, I can see it. Hey, I, yo, I bring, bring Aaron closer to his uh, Northern California roots. <laughs> Just a couple of states away rather than across the country. Yeah. <laughs> A-Rod going to Seattle, question mark? Yeah, Devonta Adams will be an unrestricted free agent after the 2021-2022 season. Yeah. I, I bet they're going to ship Rodgers down to Houston for uh, Deshaun Watson. No, no way. I, my, I think Miami's in on, on Watson. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that's why, uh, you know, there, there's been some butting of heads from what I've heard, though, between – that's kind of why Flores – want because he didn't really want Tua, but it sounds like they might stay with him, but Bro, the Miami firing Flores has to be one of the worst coaching or executive decisions of the offseason so far. Oh, a- absolutely. I agree. What absolutely. the fuck are they doing down there? He got you. Okay, granted, they missed out on the playoffs, but he basically got you there. Although he, he did, uh, supposedly he said that they should have drafted someone else instead of Tua. Yeah, I can see it. They should have. <laughs> like, no, like he said that to to him though. Oh, really? That's... Like we should have oh, drafted well. someone else except not you. I mean, oh well. I mean, Tua hasn't been what they they wanted him to be at all. That's and, You know, it. I think I'm scared, of Miami. I think they have a good team, and I think if they get a quarterback, that's you know, it's kind of going to be a budding heads between us, New England, and the Dolphins every year for the the East title. Granted, I think Buffalo will come out on top, but, I, you know, like I said, it's going to be close. Yeah, that's what I think a lot of people think about the AFC and they see uh, the Chiefs the, the Chiefs division uh, mainly as, like, the, the top tier. Um, but, I, dude, I don't know. We had three teams at, what, seven, at least seven wins? Yeah. yeah. And, or, I mean, Miami wasn't, Miami wasn't limited playoffs until like week 16, 16 i think yeah right or 17 so i mean yeah. if you take i mean if you take the jets out of that we have a really good division too 
Honestly, every, every division in the AFC is good except for the South. Yeah, oh, yeah. The South is horrible. Yeah, that, that's mean, true. Example, no team from the AFC South in the playoffs. Kind of speaks for itself. True. Yeah, the one that made it is out already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to circle back, yeah, the uh, – oh, fuck me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Life started tweaking. Easy, man. Um, easy, man. All right. Don't throw a party yet. Sheesh. But yeah, the, uh, you know, Jimmy G played horrible. But you know who played even worse than Jimmy G? His receiving core because they yes. got to put their hands on in the locker room. <laughs> the only thing that the 49ers are doing was uh, basically in, until their receivers figured out how to screw them on properly, their defense and special teams was carrying hard. And you, you can't rely on special teams and defense, but wow, did they look good and why did they get the job done? I mean, they're the only, they scored their only touchdown. So. Yeah. Hey, Green Bay is a little bit colder than San Fran, all right? <laughs> That's true. But like their hands I don't think, might have been hurting a little well, bit. Well, that might have been it. Maybe. I mean, at least some effect. I mean, Jimmy G threw a good pass to Kittle and it, it literally hit him in the chest, like right in the <laughs> any fucking yeah. like, What are you doing? Yeah, and then he goes and makes the one-handed grab. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I think he just strives for uh, Great good answer. moments, I guess. Like highlight reel. Yeah. So, uh, I guess if we're all done then, we've recapped yeah. all the games that have happened so far. So, we're recording this on a Sunday, Sunday of the divisional round. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 minutes till kickoff between the uh... – Bucks and Rams. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So let's start with that. Yeah. Why not? Um, I mean, both teams looked good last week. I think this is going to be closer than, well, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? So I think even though the Rams beat the Bucks in week three and Stafford looked good in that game. I think – well, I don't think – I know the Bucks defense is better than the Philadelphia defense. And we've been saying it for, like, the last three weeks now. Stafford can barely win games when he throws interceptions. And I think he's much more prone to throw an interception in this game. And for that reason, I'm going to have to go with the Bucks because, you know, I, I stand to be corrected right now. I'll let people tell me I told you so. But – Tom Brady is not going to make those mistakes. And the offense, he Tom Brady does not give a shit who he's throwing to. If you get open, he will make the throw to you. So yeah. I, for that reason, think that um, the Bucks' offense is going to be able to perform on a higher level, and then I think they're going to win for that reason. Okay. I will raise you one Aaron Donald, though. <laughs> ah. Because the Rams defense looks really good, uh, at least at the at the line. Um, I think they're going to be able to get to Tom Brady. I don't know how good the Bucks O-line is. It's pretty good. But uh, Tristan Wirfs is out now, so they might line Donald up on the outside on the end over there. I kind of got to give this one to Liam. I mean, Aaron Donald coming up against Brady kind of scares me a little bit. I mean, Brady is a pure pocket passer. He does mm-hmm. not. If you, have to, if you flush him. 
he he can he has legs he can run, but he just never does. His high his max speed is like seventeen miles per hour. <laughs> that, that might be on the high end. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, if I think that if they can get to him in the pocket or at least flush him out of the pocket, it's going to make it his life way harder. Um, and I definitely think that they have the weapons to do so. Whether or not it actually happens is a different story, as always. But pure offensive capability, I think you're right. I think Matt Stafford is way more prone to make mistakes than Tom Brady. But I don't know, defense-wise, who is going to apply more pressure and who will like, actually make the difference. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't have the big stats pulled up, so I can't tell you. But I, I, I think the Bucs are gonna win this game. Um, but I think this is gonna be really, really close. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if this game comes down to a field goal in the fourth. I, I would, I would, I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, Zach. Despite um everything I've said, I'm still gonna go with the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest wild card in this game is going to be how uh, Cam Akers fares today. If he does what he did again last week, I don't know if I would stray away from the Bucks. I think I would still stay with them, but I think if Akers, like I said, if Akers does what he did last week, it might be a different story than what people think. I agree with that. And, I mean, the, the Bucks receiving core is still a mess. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have they got Mike Evans, who's like always going to be a good target for Tom Brady. They also have uh, who I don't even know. Um, well, I'm looking at the injuries right now. So I think Rashad Perriman's out, right? Yeah. So obviously we know Godwin's out. Rashad Perriman is out with a hip injury. Um, Cyril Grayson, who is one of their their backup wide receivers, is also out. Um. Looks like that's it for receivers. And then Ronald Jones is also inactive with an ankle injury. I mean, yeah, but they still have Fournette, so, like, who cares? Yeah, and they have that yeah. backup that's been playing really well. Keyshawn Vaughn or something like that? Yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, for the Rams, they have any notable inactive. I mean, everyone else here has been on IR all season. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like just Andrew Whitworth with a knee injury, so their left tackle will be out. but. Mm. So I don't know. This I this is gonna be tough. This, this, tough to call. this in in my opinion, if our game isn't the game of the this round, then this one's going to be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like the other two, they they were good games. They were close. No team really had momentum, but it just seems like they were very sloppy. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Those games weren't close because it was good football. Those games were close because it was bad football. Yeah. For the most part, so uh, we shall see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Final. Final. I'm going with. I'm going with Tampa Bay. All right. What do I'm we gonna say. To, yeah, what do we got for score predictions? I'm gonna That's say. Thirty-four. Thirty. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Um. I. I think I'm gonna go. Tampa 24, Rams 21. 
Um, yeah, it is kind of high. But... I'm gonna go Tampa 27, LA 21. Okay. Tampa all around, boys, huh? Yeah. That way, should I? Be I feel it's gotta happen. Should I be that guy? Should don't be that guy. Don't do it. Don't don't do it, man. Don't do it. All right, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. Yeah. All right. Uh, AFC divisional game. Bills versus Chiefs. Bills got to go I'll down go to, to Arrowhead. Yep. Um, face off against the home for a second time in Arrowhead, actually. Yeah. Third ball, well, third and, time uh, in the last few years. Yeah. They uh, they put on a a good show in the first in the first game against uh, KFC. Um, yeah. You know, Patrick Mahomes didn't look very good. He threw uh, two, two, two picks, maybe? Two picks. Um, I know Tyreek Hill basically couldn't catch the ball. Um, they hit, So, they had a lot of drops in that game. I know um, – I don't even remember what else happened. That's just the thing that I remember the most. But I think um, as of late, the Chiefs have been rolling. So, I think it will be a different story this time. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the way both offenses have been playing, it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Yeah. Um, if uh, – I want to say that if the Bills can start like they did last week and keep that up, that we will be able to stop Mahomes at least once. Yeah. Um, I see, you know, maybe like a, I, I still think it's going to be close, to like a score difference, but it's going to be a high scoring game. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing yeah. I'm scared about. So obviously our defense has been playing very well. I'm actually not scared of the Bills, like generating pressure and playing well on the first front. It's the secondary where I'm scared because yeah. now the Chiefs are rolling. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano have been very, very good here at the end of the season. Um, right. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL and he's no Davis White. Yeah. We have, we don't have trade a he's out for the season. Um, it's extremely tough to guard him. You see the schemes that the chiefs run. They literally just run simple, deep crossers, but because there's so many people running them, you can't figure out who to really cover. Cause we're constantly in a zone. Um, teams have kind of figured out Mahomes. You got to play that deep, that too deep shell, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna take, and it's gonna take an effort from everybody, both individual and a conglomerate, to to really make it happen here. Because, like you said, it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think as well with the offenses, um, both teams. I mean, the Chiefs don't really have that good of a defense. They have good individual players, but they don't really have that good of a defense as a whole. I think our defense is more complete. I would but, agree. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely gonna be. It's it's pretty it's pretty tough to predict, honestly. There's something you got to keep in mind though. Last year in the AFC Championship game, uh, we had no Matt Milano. Granted, we did have Trey Davis White, but we do have Milano, no Trey Davis White this time. Chiefs, however, they have Chris Jones and uh, Frank Clark back in, who they did not have last year. And the Kansas City D line ate us alive. Yeah. Uh, I think the O-line is playing a lot better right now. Mm -hmm. I hope they continue with that in this game. I hope for some reason they just don't forget, like last week was one of the best offensive line performances they've had in a couple of years. 
I hope they don't forget how to play like that um, because they have to protect Josh Allen if they want to win this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, looking at the injury report right now. Uh, I mean, besides us with Tredavious White, uh, neither team has notable players on the bench for this game inactive. So Interesting. Yeah. So we both teams have pretty much all their starters active. Um, it looks well, like Rashad, oh, what about Rashad Fenton? Yeah, he's questionable right now with a back with his back injury still. So that uh, looks like, it looks like that's going to be a game more of a game time decision. Was there a practice report? Um, I Any haven't. Uh, it says listed as questionable for Sunday. He did not practice Wednesday. So uh, not, probably nothing, nothing for Thursday or Friday that I can see. You could probably find it, but I can't see it on what I'm looking at right now. He, he was probably limited if I had to guess. So I think he might play then. So I'll go look at that real quick while we're – So I'm watching the pregame, and they had four, four out of seven um, hosts picked the Rams. Oh, really? Well, okay. All right. Um, but – Talking about um, Tredavious not being in, uh, what is it? Dane Jackson has stepped up huge. Yeah, Dane Jackson, Levi Wallace, and Teron Johnson are three. They've, I mean, as as a group, they've. I mean, since since the, his injury, they've he's like stepped in and filled that role so well. I think. Yeah. You know, you look at some of the players on the Bills that are second string players and they could be starters elsewhere. So I think that just means a lot for our depth and like the, the kind of mentality that we have, but. Okay. So I'm looking at the uh, chiefs injury report per their website. And it looks like anybody that was questionable after last week's game is now going to play. Uh, the only two that are still listed as questionable is Daryl Williams. One of their running backs, he was limited on Friday. And Rashad Fenton has actually not practiced all week. Okay, so Rashad Fenton's probably out then. So yeah, I would, I would assume, I would say it's safe to assume that Williams is not going to play. Yeah, Hilaire, if they're getting, if they're Hilaire, getting Hilaire back per per the injury report, Hilaire looks like he's projected to play. Uh, if they're getting Williams, Hilaire back, I would say they don't play Williams if he's not one hundred percent. Hilaire was a full participant this week. Uh, Williams was uh, no practice Wednesday or Thursday. He did practice Friday, limited though. Yeah, limited practice Friday. Yeah, so I would say he's not going to play. So, I mean, uh, yeah, if they still got Jarek McKinnon who's healthy and he came off a monster game, then. And, yeah. and like you said, Rashad Fenton did not practice at all this week. Uh, Anthony Hitchens, uh, linebacker, yeah, he's uh, also has a back. He's limited and they have no status for him for the game. And then uh, Prince Tiga Wanago, tackle, rib. Uh, he was limited on Thursday, nothing on Wednesday, but Friday he was full participant. So looks yeah. like he, he might play, but they have no status for him as well. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess then do we want to make some score predictions? Yeah. Think? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, got to support the Bills all the way. Um, I, I think this year it's a, a little bit more realistic to say that we have a better chance of winning this game than we did last year. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 35, 28 bills. Okay. Liam, what do you think? I am going to go 
Mm. I want to say 38-35. Okay. Just uh, like a fourth down or a fourth quarter field goal to win it. Chiefs or Bills? Uh, Bills, please. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going underdog today, too, as well. I'm taking the Bills. Um, I'm going to go 28-25. I think, like Zach said, it's a little more realistic this year to predict a win because last year the Bills kind of just – I think they might have got – not that they got in their heads, but from about week 11 on, it was kind of just cruise control. We were in complete control of the AFC East. They knew they were going to the playoffs. They were ready for it. Like, they did, wild card weekend was kind of the easier game. Uh, they played well against the Ravens, even though that was horrible conditions in Orchard Park. Um, I, uh, both teams are rolling, but I think the Bills had to work for this a little bit more this year. They had to put a little bit more work in, so I think they're feeling that right now, and I'm going to take the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um. How do you plan on getting 25 points? Uh, I think there will be a safety. Interesting. Okay. I Because I think uh, if we do punt, Matt Hawk's been really good at it, and they will mm-hmm. pin him back deep. And I think the, the D is kind of going to get a little excited about that and uh, might get a safety there. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Big turning point in the game. Oh, yeah, I, I I really want to see a safety in the playoffs. Like I just I think that'd be huge. But that that's kind of my unrealistic score. I think if I was going more realistic, I think it would be something more like uh 3528. Okay. So. All right. So I mean that's interesting that we all picked the same teams for each game yeah yeah the one yeah, i don't have sure about is that rams bucks game but i mean i could I mean, be I... unsure okay i could i unbiasedly i could be unsure about the bills game right. yeah exactly but i mean as a fan i feel like i have to stick with my guns <laughs> yeah yep yeah we're believe. not gonna be throwing any uh bad luck into the mix here never, never oh zach what were you gonna say last time uh, no, do you remember? Was it, about, was it about the Bills game? Yeah, we were talking about it, and you were like, "Oh, I shouldn't. I'm, I, you know, I probably shouldn't say this." But and then he was like, "No, no, no, don't say it. Don't jinx it." Oh, hold up! I think I got it saved in my messages with Matt. Oh my god! I think he, wanted, to, I think he wanted me to tell him what it was after we stopped the pod. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hold up. I'm gonna find this shit. You're okay. I lied. It's not here. Um, oh, that's that's disappointing. Oh, I think. Oh, I was gonna say if the Bills don't score more than 20 points against the Patriots, we're not gonna win the game. But we absolutely smashed that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah. No. I was I was talking with one of my friends about uh like sports betting, and he's like, oh. The over-under for the Bills game is 43, I think. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's an easy over. And then I watched the game and I texted him afterwards. I was like, hey, the Bills covered by themselves. 
Yeah, I was about to say they did that shit by themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um so do we wanna make a quick Super Bowl prediction or yeah, we can do that real quick. I don't know, dude. You guys want to jinx that? I don't know. And, you know, honestly, I want to make a prediction, but it's too hard for me to make that decision right now. I know. I was, I was honestly thinking that, too, because this both of these games start to toss up in my mind. Yeah, the way all these teams are playing right now that have a potential to make it to this conference final round, all of these teams could make it to the Super Bowl the way they're playing. Yeah. So, I, I, don't, I don't see either of the two teams that are already in the championship winning that game. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have a different opinion on that, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a toss up. I can't say. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I say we hold off. We hold off for for now and we'll make the predictions next week. I mean, we'll have, oh, yeah, we'll, we have to, like we'll, that. we'll just do the normal predictions for next week then. Okay. I like that. I'm a little suspicious, you know? Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm not superstitious. I'm superstitious. So next week will be the conference final. Like, is that what's the conference conference championship? Yeah, yeah. And it will be the 20, what, the 30th? Uh, For us, it will be, yeah, the 30th Sunday. Uh, Yeah, we'll try and have that uh, episode out before the games happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then there. From there, we have the Super Bowl and the Winter Olympics start. Oh, yeah, the Winter yeah, Olympics true. start. Hey, so, hey, quick, to- quick toss out there. Uh, Devin Levi, Savers, goalie prospect, is gonna expected to start for Canada. Ooh. Kid's, kid is lighting it up in college right now. 24 games, he's got like a 948 save percentage and uh, I think over 10 shutouts. Sweet, bring wow. him up because our whole fucking goalie core is shit in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that yet, but uh, yeah. I, I Subban's laying in his hospital bed. Fucking other dudes the are. Rules? Subban's sitting in his hospital bed. The other dudes are sticking their sticks up their ass. It, I mean, the team's so unlucky with injuries this year. The Sabres are just rattled. I thought the Sabres just won. They did. They just shit on the Flyers. They, they did, but they are injury ridden bad yeah, we, we literally had like uh is he a rookie or is he just a really young player and score two goals for us like oh that was Krebs. he's a uh, yeah. young player yeah <laughs> and carried by the youngins yeah Tage with two skinner with two and Krebs with two yesterday that's damn all right three dudes on a hattie Whoa. yeah i know none, none of them should put the final one in i was i was pretty mad i'm like how many times you got three guys looking for a hat trick and then none of them finish it? For real. But all right. Yeah. So then yeah, we'll try and have that next episode out for you guys. Uh next week, then we'll have it out before the games start. Um yep. you guys have anything else to say? Nope. Uh go Bills. That's it. Hell yeah, go. Um, I just want to say that uh my bracket is clearly the best one. Oh, come on, come on, man. Uh well, okay. Here, you want to you want me to go through? I have two other. I have like three other ones that my friends made. Um, <laughs> this one has Cincinnati, uh, Kansas City, and Green Bay in the Super Bowl. The Green Bay obviously <laughs> not making it. Um, they had Dallas uh, winning, and they had the Rams winning. So that makes sense. Oh my um, god. We got uh, 
Uh, oh boy, we got the Raiders playing the Tennessee Titans and the Titans winning. Uh, uh-huh. on, on that side of the on that side of the AFC, <laughs> um, but we do have we do have the Bills in the in the Super Bowl, and uh, the, this is actually surprising. He had this guy. He had LA. LA winning, which did happen. San Francisco winning, which did happen. He has San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Against the Bills? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Which is still possible. It is. Yeah, it is. All right. He did have San Francisco playing Green Bay, but that was yeah. before the seeding switch up stuff. So Yeah. Um, and then what is where's this other one uh okay uh this this is my friend at work he had um he had the cardinals win that game and then losing to green bay uh he had his super bowl was raiders green bay Hey, yo, what? What? oh my god he had the raiders beating tennessee and kansas city and he had Kansas City beating New England. So, okay. you know, as soon as he picked New England, I knew, okay, no, as soon as I saw the Raiders, I knew that this was a dumb bracket. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, your buddy at work is bust, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. He happens to be the one who was last place in the fantasy league, at, oh, I right. think. Well, yeah, it makes uh, sense then. It correlates. Three and 11 or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, it correlates. It's like yeah, Jack, not Jaguar good. numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and then my dad. Where's my dad? He did. He had Cincinnati beating Tennessee as well. He has Buffalo beating Kansas City as well. Okay. Um. He had Green Bay beating the Rams. He had Dallas beating Tampa Bay though. Oh. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Oh well. But I mean, this is this. It really sounds like mine's the best one. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Keep rubbing, <laughs> keep rubbing it in. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I had the whole first round right. That's like all you need. Oh, oh that's where you get the most points, according to uh, no brackets ever. <laughs> yeah, really. As long as you win the four important games in the first round, that's all that matters. Fair. Yeah. All righty, uh, Liam, you want to send us off then? Uh, sure. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Kings of Queen City podcast. We have gone over a lot of information today, and we will be back next week with some more, with some follow-up uh, talk about the games that are occurring right now and in four hours. And we will have some talk maybe about uh, – the upcoming Olympics, as we've said, and Super Bowl picks, and uh, some other. So that's about it. Maybe else, yep. maybe some else. Who knows? NBA. We haven't talked that in a while. Go over uh, season awards too. True. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah. Those uh, those get announced what Pro Bowl week? I think Pro Bowl week. Yeah, I think it's right for the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So the week. Oh, but wouldn't it be the week after next then? Yeah, but we can make early predictions. That's true. We could do that. Yes. So, um, but so until then, we will see you next time. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>